Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wednesday, February 28th edition of the College Gridiron Show. It's combine time, everyone, so things are starting to pick up for the college football world, getting ready to get into the NFL draft. I am your host, Matt Costantini. I am joined in studio by Jimmy Sullivan. And guess who's back? Mir Gorey calling in. How you doing, Mir? I'm back from the dead, though still with some bronchitis, but I'm, I'm, I'm still kicking at least. Well, that's what we like to hear, honestly. Uh, yeah. don't, don't want anything happening to you. Um, so, guys, it's, it's an interesting time. Um, you know, it was kind of a, kind of a down period from, from signing day up until now, but, but things are starting to pick up. And I think that the biggest news to come out pre-combine is that Sam Darnold announced that he is not going to throw at the combine. Instead, he's going to focus on the interviews, uh, among other things, and he's just going to throw out his pro day in, in like the middle of March. Um, so I, w- I just want to get my thoughts out there on this first, and then I'll throw it to you guys whenever you want. Um, somebody has been, I don't know who it is or why they're doing it, but somebody has been giving Sam Darnold the worst advice I have ever heard in my life from the beginning of this season, telling him, oh yeah, you're ready to come out of school and enter the draft, definitely. Oh, you definitely shouldn't throw at the combine, because when the biggest questions are your arm accuracy and your decision making, why wouldn't you throw in front of all these scouts? Guys, what is Sam Darnold thinking? Um, my, my first thoughts are, I think maybe he's trying to avoid a team or all 32 teams for the first two rounds, because what else could it be? I mean, he he shouldn't have gone out into the draft, to be honest, because he's shown that he has very little confidence in his mechanics. At the very least, we can say that. And then secondly, by not throwing at the combine, he's really reemphasizing the fact that he's not confident enough in his mechanics to say, hey, I can throw to receivers I don't, per- don't have a you know, personal rapport with. So I think it shows that he's even less, like has even less confidence in his abilities, which only makes him less desirable to franchises as being the number one QB. So honestly, maybe he wants to be seen as a project. I don't know. It's, it's really confusing, and I don't understand the angle. So as an evaluator... I mean, I'm like an unofficial armchair evaluator. All of a sudden, you're an evaluator. <laughs> I leave for one week, and this happens. See what happens, Mir, when you're not around to supervise. Jimmy goes out and gets a scout license. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, it, it's more like a, a fake ID. But um, yeah. the thing is, there's two quarterbacks I wanted to see throw here at the combine: Allen and Darnold, because Darnold made a lot of mistakes last year committed a ton of turnovers. He can make some really accurate throws, and there are some times where you see him and you go, wow, this guy could be a really good quarterback. And then there's other times where your brain is basically numbed by watching him play. Josh Allen, kind of the same way, although we don't maybe have quite as much on him because he went to Wyoming, whatever. But it's a bad idea because you need to be able to show teams that you can make certain types of throws, that you can throw across the field, and that you can throw it down the field. And so when teams can't see that, and yeah, they, sure, he'll have a pro day and he'll throw there, but that's, that's a doctored environment. That's, everything's going to be playing in Sam Darnold's favor, whereas at the Combine, everybody's there. It's a neutral surf, uh, playing field, basically, metaphorically, and whoever the best quarterbacks are are going to kind of rise to the top. But it's either what Muir said, 
which was that he doesn't have confidence that he can put on a good showing could be valid or he he might be trying to avoid I don't know who he'd be trying to avoid if the Browns are trying to take him at one there's something wrong with the Browns honestly which I don't think that would shock anyone but with that I it's it's such a bad idea and I'm sorry if this seems kind of incoherent because I'm still trying to wrap my mind around the fact that he's deciding not to throw when he's maybe the quarterback that could help himself the most by throwing it just doesn't make sense to me yeah I mean like I said at the beginning and Jimmy you touched on it the biggest questions about Sam Darnold are his accuracy throwing and his decision making and to be fair he I think Sam Darnold might be the most talented quarterback in the draft his arm strength is out of this world he's athletic for his size uh he's he's kind of an underrated athlete honestly um and he has the makings to be QB1 franchise material. But if you're not going out there and sh- and exposing yourself in this very scrupulous environment that is the NFL scouting combine, it's it's kind of unnerving for some of these teams that are, that are looking for quarterbacks. I mean, I know Cleveland's looking for a quarterback. The Giants are looking for a quarterback. There's a lot of teams up in that top 10 that's going to be looking for a quarterback. And if... There are questions of whether, oh, is Josh Allen going to go one? Is Josh Rosen going to go one? Where is Sam Darnold going to go? You need to be out there competing against these guys to separate yourself from the field. And by hiding away and saying, yeah, I'm not going to go out there and play against those guys. I'm going to go do it on my own turf. That really says something to me. Mir, what, what, does, what do you think about this? Well, that's kind of my point, you know. As Jimmy said, you know, he had the most to gain from going into the combine and showing that the tape, uh, in the tape he looked really like he, like he lacked a lot of confidence, right? And so by going to the combine, he can show the opposite of that. And, and look, I don't want to hear about pro days. You know, pro days are, are, are really highly glorified. People already don't like combines. They talk about how players just go out and it's, a, it's more of a, a beauty contest. But the, 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 the pro day is even worse because everything is just so geared perfectly for the player that it'll, if anything, it'll undermine Darnold even more because let's say he looks great when everything is perfect around him. Then the argument's going to be, wow, so if you get a first-round quarterback, that means that you have to put everything around him to be perfect. And at that point, he's going to look really good but he's not going to look like a Hall of Famer. So at that point, I feel like it undermines Darnold's stock. I don't know. I Personally, I'm very concerned. I don't know if his parents are behind this or not. I think it's incredibly irresponsible. Maybe it's him. Maybe he's made this decision. But one thing is for sure. If we thought Darnold lacked confidence during the season, he lacks confidence even more now. And, I mean, honestly, like, all the stuff that we've said about him, like confidence and not, not having the proper mechanics, we weren't even like as accurate as we should have been, I guess. I mean, this must be really, really bad. And, and you know, my prediction of him being a bust if he went out in this draft, unfortunately, I think it's going to come true. And I hate saying that, but I mean, I mean, like, what are you doing? If you're not going to go out and compete in the combine, that means you're not ready. So what was the point of coming out in the draft this year? It's really, really sad, to be honest. And I, I think the other thing to remember, too, is they say he's going to focus on interviews, whatever. His interviews is his biggest strength. 
like you see media interviews with him, and he, he sounds great. This guy looks the part of a ten to fifteen year NFL. He's a handsome guy. He's an intelligent, intelligent guy. He's going to ace interviews. Really nice. He seems like a really nice guy. That's not the right, thing. But at that point, he should be trying to get a job in a Fortune five hundred company. Yeah, right? and, he, and he probably could. He probably could. But you, I, you take the top four quarterbacks. And you say, okay, I want to see Darnold and Allen throw, and I want to see Rosen and Mayfield in an interview. And Sam Darnold literally, <laughs> Sam Darnold literally just took away the thing that everyone wants to see from him. Right. It's so dumb. Between one, he came out, he shouldn't have come out. And, I mean, he played Ohio State, which is an NFL caliber defense, not as good, obviously, and he looked awful. I mean, he made some decisions that were terrible in that game. And now he comes. He showed, he showed that he lacked a lot of confidence. That's what he did. Yeah, and and the thing is too, you know, you take away, you took away Smith Schuster from him from his freshman year to his sophomore year. His weapons were not as good this year, and the drop off was so precipitous. He still should have been good. I mean, you have one of the best running backs in the country in Ronald Jones. You have a good roster around him. I wouldn't say great. And the fact that USC won the Pac-12 was an accomplishment, but. But again, it goes back to that. I mean, I don't worry about him in an interview. I worry about him on the field. So overall, I don't I don't honestly think that this is going to impact his draft stock that much. It's not like he's the first ever quarterback to decide not to throw at the combine and rather throw at his pro day. It's not unheard of. Um teams are still going to look at him incredibly highly. I would be amazed if he didn't if he fell out of the top 10. But um yeah, just a very confusing decision out of Sam Darnold. And okay, well, so Matt, let me ask you this, okay? Go for it. Have you have you seen a quarterback prospect that was so highly touted? And the only guy I can think of was Brian Brom, but that left early and had so much hype and completely tanked his entire junior year and ended up going to the draft. I can't think of a quarterback who did that. The only one was Brian Brom he, in 2006. He had the opportunity to leave, didn't, had a terrible senior year, ended up being like a fourth or fifth round pick. But, you know, he was a senior at that point, whereas Sam Darnold had an excellent sophomore year, tanked his junior year, and came out for the draft. Honestly, do you, do you remember somebody like this? Because I don't. That's um, why I'm concerned about the com- him not throwing at the combine. I don't know. Maybe maybe one of the more recent Notre Dame guys, like a Brady Quinn or a Jimmy Clausen, that were incredibly hyped in college and then just did but not Brady do anything did, in their careers. But Brady Quinn didn't have a terrible junior year, senior year, right? I, I, don't, I, mean, I don't know. I'm, I mean, Darnold had an epically like disappointing season, I feel. Well, I think I think we're maybe overstating just a little bit how bad he was. He did make some really good plays. No, no, it wasn't that he was terrible. It's that he was terrible considering how good he was the previous year. That's the thing. That's true. And he comes yeah. in as a Heisman Trophy contender, and then he Number just— Number one pick in ESPN the entire year. And he just lays down bricks. And it's, I, I just—you've I, yeah. got to wonder. I think there's something up. There's got to be something up because he showed, like, incredible, like— Concern in every throw that he made, you could tell he was overthinking. Who knows? He may have, I, he may have been playing he might be playing earlier. No, I'm I'm thinking he's overthinking this combine as well. Something's up because this doesn't make sense to me. Well, we'll just have to wait and see on what he does. Uh, let's move more into the more generalized combine preview. Mira, I know you were talking before we started the show that you're kind of looking around at things and and what do you what do you want to have to say about about this combine? <laughs> 
Well, the first thing I'd like to say actually is is about Sam Darnold. Um, I'd like. I think there's an argument to be made that if Darnold doesn't throw at the combine and he looks like a, an average athlete, there are chances he could drop in in the in the projections. I'm not saying he's going to get drafted in the third round, but he's he's got a second round second round grade right now, and he's not. No, he doesn't. Get out of here. He's a top ten pick. No, no, no. Currently, he has a second round grade as 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 just a player, but because he's a quarterback, he's going to go higher up, and I'm fine with that. I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that, but I'm wondering if him not throwing is going to. Make him drop all the way to the third round because there have been players in the past that had low ground, uh, low round grades in terms of how they 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 performed in the combines or what kind of prospect they looked like, but then got you know drafted much higher. Mir, um, Mir, Tim Tebow was yeah. taken in the first round. Sam Darnold's yeah, no, not going to no. fall that far. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm no, no, no. That's not my argument. I'm I'm saying I'm not. No, guys, you're misunderstanding. I'm not saying that he's going to get taken in the third round. I'm saying. How low is his, is is like draft score gonna go? Because obviously he's gonna not go in the first round. Not not very low at all. I'm concerned to get concerned. He's gonna he's gonna have a grade of a third round player. Though he's obviously gonna get drafted in the first round. Same as Tim Tebow. He, Tim Tebow had like a fourth round grade, but got drafted in the first. And I, I'm that's my argument is that. How low is the grade going to be at the end of the combine? That's what's concerning me. Another thing that I, I really want to point out is I think Mayfield is going to surprise a lot of people with just how amazing his arm is, but people are going to be a little disappointed by uh, his measurables and the hot, and the speed. I think they're going to see that his cone drills are going to look awesome. His cone drills? Is that what we're talking about now with quarterbacks? Their cone drills? It's the combine. You know what else are you gonna? You know what else are you gonna talk about? <laughs> his, his agility tests are gonna look ridiculous, but his forty is not gonna be great. But his arm is gonna look absolutely amazing. I, I predict his arm to be the best in the the draft, just in performance at the combine. Oh, I don't know. I think Josh Rosen might have might give him a run for the money then, because I think Josh Rosen has the best arm out of any of these quarterbacks. Yeah, I really didn't know Josh Rosen died. Like that's yeah, very right? interesting. Um, but anyway, <laughs> you can't. I don't think they can change Sam Darnold's grade based on something they didn't see. You know what I mean? And I think that's that might be part of why Sam Darnold's sitting out, but. I think for the combine, I want to see Josh Allen because I'm not sold on him. I I think I had him fourth in the quarterback rankings. I mean, I have him barely ahead of Lamar Jackson. I don't think he's going to be good. But some team is going to talk themselves into taking him high in the draft, probably only based on the combine and interviews. And my guess, honestly, is that that's the Browns at number one. But right. uh, I, I want to see how he does. And if my suspicions are confirmed in that he does really, really well at the combine, but his tape still looks terrible, then then you've got a dilemma there because now you're saying, okay, what's important, the combine or the tape? Whereas executives are at the combine, but they weren't maybe at as much of the games where those were sort of outsourced to scouts and people like that. So he's going to be interesting. And I think, like Mir said, I want to see Baker Mayfield because I think he can be good. Uh, I don't. I I liked what I saw in the Senior Bowl. I mean, you, you obviously take the Senior Bowl with a very large grain of salt, but right. I I liked what I saw there. 
I want to see him sort of making long throws, deep throws, stuff like that. I, I want to see those intermediate to deep throws because I think he can be good at that, but I, I, I want to make sure at the combine that he's able to do that because if he's not, then I think he could fall down lower in the first round. Yeah, I so think- let, me, uh, let me ask you this, guys. Do you think Lamar Jackson is the, the player that has the most to gain from this combine from the QB class? Because I think he could go from being a guy – that looks like just another positional player instead of a QB to be maybe being a, like a high draft pick, you know, as a QB. You Abs- know, he absolutely. Does really well. I think, I think depending on his combine, he could He's move himself all the way up to the third quarterback taken in, in this draft. Um, I mean, we were talking about it last week. I I fully expect him to be given every chance to perform at quarterback, and the combine is going to be so important for him because all the questions going in are about his his arm and the throws that he can make because no one's doubting his athletic ability. Everyone's doubting his arm strength, his, his arm accuracy, and his decision-making skills. And I just I, – I honestly want to see him do so well at this combine – to prove to people that he belongs as a quarterback because I think that he is kind of the direction the league is trending in as far as quarterback yeah. goes. Yeah. I mean, I I know that people have been trying to do it forever with um with the Jamarcus Russell types, with the Robert from the third types. Pat White as well was the guy. Yeah. From West Virginia. Um and I I just think that uh that Jackson really needs to go out there and perform incredibly well to prove to people he belongs at quarterback. Yeah, he I, could be I a agree pro- with that. He could be a project QB, but whenever you give Pat Mahomes like the 12th pick of the draft or the 11th pick of the draft last year in the Chiefs, then you really got to look at Lamar Jackson then because even right now, before the combine, Lamar Jackson looks like a better QB prospect than Pat Mahomes did last year. I think that the, there's a pretty good general consensus on that. Yeah. So, but if he does well in the combine, I mean, Jimmy, do you think he he could be a, a first round pick as a? Oh yeah! Team? Oh yeah! Absolutely! Because Especially I, with all I the teams that are quarterback. Yeah, already. yeah. I I had him going 17 to the Chargers. I, I think I, I think a lot of teams are quarterback needy. And I think he's a guy where people are going to see the measurables and they're going to say, wow, okay, this is this guy's interesting. And I think, I mean, Mahomes made some crazy throws in college where he, I remember one play he rolled to the left and threw it about 65 yards down the field. I mean, that's crazy. That's not project. That is raw talent. And Lamar Jackson has a little bit of that in him. So I could see a team taking him middle of the first round. I wouldn't say top 10. I think that's a little no. outside the realm of possibility. But I could see middle of the first round, yeah, absolutely. So something that I'm actually looking for out of this combine is what is Saquon Barkley going to do? What is he going to do to to cement himself as the clear-cut best player in this draft? He weighed in today at 233 pounds. That is insane for a running back. I think that if this man goes out there and posts a sub-4-4-40, that... A, his size and his speed will make him easily the best running back prospect in a decade. And I think that he it would be really, really bad for Cleveland not to take him number one. Um, I, I would say that if he goes sub 440 and, and, and obviously at that weight, then he's a lost top five pick. 
Though I would say that he's the best prospect since Le'Veon Bell, and he compares pretty favorably to Le'Veon, other than the hands. So I think Saquon can work on it. Um, I think that their 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 um, their tape, especially Le'Veon's senior year um, and freshman year when he was lighter, uh, compares pretty favorably to Saquon. And as a result, that's why I'm not as blown away by Saquon by saying, like, wow, he's the best guy in 10 years or 15 years. I think, it's you know, he's, he's just the best since uh, Le'Veon. Um, but I do want to make the argument about this. If Saquon can show that he's a better pass catcher, I think he's got to be a lock top three pick. I think that he's a really good pass catcher. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean he's a... I mean, he's incredible on special teams, so that shows how soft his hands are in receiving punts and kickoffs. But, yeah, but I think that's – isn't that his – I, I feel like his, his his hands are his weakness in, the, in his whole – I mean, know. it's definitely not his strength, but I wouldn't necessarily yeah, call it a weakness. I just think it's something no, no, he needs no. to work on. I, I'm, no, no, I'm not, I'm not ragging on him on this. I'm saying that if he shows that his hands are as good as, a say, a top receiver, I think he's a lost top three pick. I think he should and be – yeah, I think he should be the number one pick, honestly. I think he's the best wow. player in the draft. He reminds me of some combination of Marshall Falk and Eric Dickerson. I think he could be that good. I mean, that guy is a freak. He runs away from people. He runs around people. He runs over people. He runs over top of people? Yes, and that's yeah, I mean, <laughs> he, he leaps. He leaps over people, which I think is what you just said. So I think he should be the number one pick. He won't be because he's a running back, and that's a very – sort of anti-New Age NFL thing to do. We've but, only just got them back in the top five, Jimmy. We don't need, we're don't need. we not ready for a number one pick yet. Yeah, no. And, uh, but I, I, <laughs> too soon. <laughs> yeah, too, too soon is right. But he's the best player in this draft. He is a freak. The, the visual I see right now is that old picture in the 80s when they had the Civil War in China and the guy was standing in front of the tank. You, you know, when he's, like, standing there and he the tank keeps moving and he keeps moving in front oh, of the tank. The, oh, the, uh, the yeah, Tiananmen Square. Like, that's what it's like with Saquon Barkley because it's just, like, a tank coming at you and you have to decide, am I going to try to tackle him or am I going to make a business decision? And, frankly, <laughs> it's, it's frightening. He's a guy I think you could build your franchise around. I think he's going to be so good. Can't wait to see what he does at the Combine. 233, that's amazing. I thought he would have been about 225, maybe 230. 233 is incredible. He's going to be an excellent all-pro, pro-ball running back for at least 10 years in the NFL. So come this time next week, we will have a full analysis of the 2018 NFL Draft Combine. Everything is set to get started, uh, I believe, tomorrow with uh, running backs, defensive players uh, on Friday. The quarterbacks are going to throw on Saturday. So it's a lot of fun for the college football season coming up. Um, our last segment today is continuing in our theme of talking about these positional players and where they rank heading into this draft. This week we are focusing on the cornerbacks. Jimmy, who is your number one cornerback? Denzel Ward out of Ohio State. I like Denzel Ward. I think he's going to be a top 10 pick. There are a couple teams in the top 10 that can use a cornerback. He is NFL ready right now. He's going to be really good. Marshall and Lattimore kind of did the same thing last year with Ohio State where he was really successful right away, one defensive rookie of the year. Number two is a guy I love, and that's Josh Jackson. Uh, we talked about him a couple weeks ago. I love his tape. Watched him against Wisconsin. He was great. Number three, I've got Jair Alexander out of Louisville. Really solid player. He's tall, a little thin. He's put on a little weight, but 
I think he'll be really solid in the NFL, maybe in a year or two. Probably not a first-round pick, but solid player. Number four, I've got Isaiah Oliver out of Colorado. Interesting thing to know, all these guys are juniors coming out, and they're not all going to be first-round picks, I don't think. No, so, no, no. A little surprising because Oliver could have been a CB1 last year, but so be it. And number five, I've got another junior, Mike Hughes out of UCF. This is a guy I liked when they played Auburn. He was sort of all over the field. The Auburn receivers didn't have a huge day really until the fourth quarter when that UCF defense kind of started to wear down. But Mike Hughes is a guy I've really come to like in this process. If he puts on a good combine, I could see him shooting up maybe to the early second round. So those are my top five guys with Denzel Ward at number one. Mir, what do you got for us? Uh, there are three guys that I really love, and I can't really decide. Jer Alexander from Louisville is probably the best gamer. Uh, he had a bit of an off year this year with a bunch of injuries. The last year, I remember multiple games where he was almost the leading scorer for Louisville, uh, you know, in, um, in, in like a half. You know, despite having Lamar Jackson on that team. So he's like the Lamar Jackson on defense. Absolutely fantastic. A lot of people are high on him. I love Carlton Davis from Auburn. He's rugged and he's tough. I know Denzel Ward is, is, is a top guy, but I think he's a little soft, but he's also kind of in that three-headed monster group. Josh Jackson's absolutely fantastic. And I got to go with uh, Nick Nelson from Wisconsin. I, 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 nice. I like I, it. I him, yeah, I edge him over Isaiah Oliver because I think Oliver lacks the elite athleticism. And I think that's why he's going to probably be a second round pick as opposed to a first. But I think Nick Nelson's going to surprise some people at the combine. Could be an outside, you know, uh, looking in kind of player to, to be in a first round. But I, I like him. He's, a, he's like a good sign for the Wisconsin defense that you know hasn't had great secondary players in the past at least on the NFL level um, but he's somebody that could could surprise some people at the combine so I'm looking forward to that and just quickly on Nelson he's going to help a team too because he's a really good special teams player both as a returner as a gunner defensively so he pops he pops he, he yeah he yeah. pops he's going to be a re- he could help a team right away which I think helps in the process so I could see him maybe third or fourth round and he he could be a solid player for a few years. All right, and as far as I go, I think I'm going to cheat a little bit, and I'm going to say that Minka Fitzpatrick is my number one overall cornerback because okay. because we're not really sure where he's going to play in the NFL, uh, whether he plays at safety or at cornerback. So I think I'm just going to cheat and say Fitzpatrick is the best cornerback in this draft. Um, and then second, I believe it's Denzel Ward. We, we've talked about him ad nauseum today, so no more needed to go on about that. Uh, Josh Jackson, three for me. Um I think I am going to go with Jair Alexander as well. It was a toss-up between him and uh, Isaiah Oliver before getting kicked out of my top five entirely because I think that, honestly, the fifth-best cornerback in this draft is Holton Hill out of Texas. This guy is 6'3", 200 pounds. He is a giant at cornerback. Trying to throw over him is going to be relatively impossible. Um, I think that he might need to work on his man coverage a little bit more. He, he seems more of a corner guy to me right now, but that comes with time in the NFL. Um, and guys, that is all we have for today. Um, like I said, coming up next week, we're going to have a full uh, combine review and talk about more draft stuff. We're going to keep going with this prospect rankings. For Mir Gori on the phone, Jimmy Sullivan in studio, I was Matt Costantini. Come back next week.